You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. You know that I feel like it's important to express yourself. You got to put your true self out there. And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do that. That's right. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know it doesn't get any more comfortable than the Croc clogs and sandals. They are just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. I want another baby. <laughs> Deadass. Dead ass, me. <laughs> that was to the point. Well, damn. Deadass. Well, I want $50 million, but who's going to give me that? I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. That us. Show and prove. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Have a baby by me, baby. Be a millionaire. Be, be a millionaire. Be, be. I don't play no games when I'm in that thing. Come see what I mean. I'm scared. See what I mean. I'm scared. But a little mama turn me on. Have you gone? 
Just someone oh mean. Oh my god. Don't, I don't even know what the words. Don't someone mean. I ain't. That wasn't even English just now. You go Don't someone mean. <laughs> don't someone mean. <laughs> don't mess up my. Boy I want Neo another baby, song. yo. Shout out to Neo, Bro. my peoples. Shout out to Neo and Crystal. They have another baby. What's up? <sighs> Neo and Crystal have another baby. What's up? What? Yeah, and they also have millions of dollars. I'm working on <laughs> that it. We don't have. We can work on it collectively. <laughs> Let me work on that. And then I work on the millions of dollars. All right, all right. I don't know, Deval. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot that goes into thinking about having another baby. I feel like we're already spread very, very thin. So the fact that we're even having this... Who came up with this topic? Who spread thin? Triple, did Deval put you up to this topic? I had nothing to do with this. Because I literally just got this run of show to my email about 2.5 seconds ago, and I feel set up. All right. So, okay. I'll tell you how this all came about. All right? This will take me to story time. Oh, Lord. Okay, story time, ladies and gentlemen, story time. As you guys know, we just purchased a new home, right? And um, upstairs, on the second floor, there are four bedrooms. And as I take people on the tour, I go, you know, here we go. This is Kaz's bedroom. You know, blah, blah, blah. Here's Cairo's bedroom. Here's the stairs. Here's Jackson's bedroom. And then off in the corner, there's a bridge to a fourth bedroom. And it's shaped like a dollhouse. <laughs> It's shaped like a dollhouse. The trembling and in his voice. Because this Did is y'all how, hear that? Y'all don't understand. Like I walk in there and I could feel my daughter's presence. Okay? I feel the presence, guys. I feel <sighs> it. Have a little pink room with a dollhouse, a little cave running around. Talking about ka-ching, daddy, ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> so how come when I say ka-ching, you don't find it funny? It's not cute when I say ka-ching. You know my nickname is Chingy, right? I was given everybody's nickname. Her nickname is Chingy. Yeah, shout out to Brian Jordan Jr. Yes, because bro, Maurice. I have an alert on my phone every time the American Express is hit, and it goes Kaching on my phone, (laughs) and she be sitting right next to me, and my phone will go off and just be like Kaching, and I'd be like, "What'd you buy?" And she'd be like, "Huh." That's something huh? I bought like days ago. That's huh? just hitting the account, Devel. No, Whatever. No, seriously. Whatever. But, but yeah, that's the best part about it is that since we've moved in and we've had, you know, family and stuff come to visit, my father-in-law even the other day when he was here visiting. Scoop. Was, was helping Deval mount some TVs and whatnot. And Scoop was just like, yeah, did, y'all, did you check out the baby's room? Because I mounted that TV too. And I was like, <laughs> the baby's room? So instantly I'm thinking that he's talking about like Deval's sister or something. Because as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Manifestation. There's not a baby in here. Manifestation. Shout out my sister Tori is having a baby. She is. And she's Manif- having a girl. Yes. Manifestation. By the time I hear this, she'll be here already. Probably, and yes. I think that's amazing. And Shout out my niece, my niece, Yomi. Shout out my niece, Yomi. Yomi's going to have a whole room. A whole cousin to play with. Oh. A whole little baby Lower. cousin. So let's all right. So let's you know get it, let's get into the topic let, let, of the show. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, what, gonna, what's di- happened? We're bringing this to people's court, right? Dun, dun, you know. dun. This is already unfair advantage because I already know how majority of people feel about people's it. court. Okay? We are going to state our case. All right, we're going to state our case. Okay. As to whether or not Kadeen and I should have another baby. Now, for the record, okay. I know that I can't guarantee you a girl. Why but you I'm about my argument? but I'm about ninety nine percent sure though I'm about ninety nine percent sure. How are you ninety? As far as I know, there's a 50-50 chance. So where did you get ninety nine percent from? I've been talking to my boys down here. I've been talking to my yo. Y'all need to chill. Let the ladies go first. <laughs> so the ladies can go first, and you have a better chance. But oh, I will say this: gee. if I were to get another boy, I'd be hyped because then I would just have four boys, and it would just be a wrap. So, so it's safe to say that your 
your thing here is that you want a fourth child. I want another baby. You want yes. A fourth child. I want a fourth child because everybody got a partner on a roller coaster. I said this before. With five How of us, how often do we even get on roller coasters for that to be a determining factor? Because we don't have four kids. That's why we don't go. Because one kid will be left out, so we don't go. But if we have four, it would be me and you, and then Jackson and Cairo, and then Cass and the baby. So then, every, then we go on roller coasters all the time he if you or want she to. Wouldn't even be big enough to be on a roller coaster for mad long. My kid, yes, they would. All right, Deval. I'm telling you. So yeah, I'm on the fence. Deval, he wants a, a girl, particularly or another baby. We should say. I think you've yes. always said you wanted four kids. I was I kind do. of like yes. I always wanted three. You know, I'm one of three. You're one of three. Three just kind of felt like a very round number for us, as much as it's an odd. I like number. square numbers. But yeah, four corners. Right. <laughs> so that being said. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the things we love about parenting. Yes. You know, what we have noticed <laughs> about our kids. Yes. Um, what are like Deval and I, what characteristics are like us, which aren't, you know, because some, some things that our kids do, I'm like, Deval, that is so you. Okay, but, but hold on. That is so hold me. On. Tell me um, why you are so against. Well, you're not against, you're on the fence. Why are you on the I fence like, about having another child? I literally child? got like a toe on the fence. I'm, I'm really on like the no side, but I have like my, my leg is like propped Explain up. Explain it to me why. Please your case. Why? Please your case. It, for me, it's 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 more than just, um, you know, having another person to provide for and all that good stuff. I got that. There's Go also too this this time that I feel like I will have to sit out that I don't know if I want to have to sit out. Sit out of again, what? Out of like work, opportunities, thinking about everything that my body goes through. You know, you, you, you conceive, you're pregnant for nine to 10 months, and then you deliver this baby, but your body is still out of commission after that postpartum, that fourth trimester for about a year. All right, that's fair. So I'm going to be out for the count for like that's two fair. years. No, you won't. That's fair. Give you a perfect example, right? We have an award-winning podcast, right? That we're doing Thanks right now. Appreciate Thanks to y'all. Shout out to y'all. That we're doing from home. Mm -hmm. So you won't have to be out of work because we can do it all the way through your pregnancy and you'll be in the comfort of your home. Plus, right? I've been busting my ass, right? We got a gym in here, which means you can be in shape through your whole pregnancy and working and you don't got to miss a beat. So, see, I've been covering all the but bases. But what about on, cam on camera opportunity? What if someone calls me for a role in the they show? They got pregnant roles. They got roles with people. What if the role isn't called for somebody to be pregnant? They're going to write that shit in because you just fly like that, baby. Make sure make sure you have people you can call to write me in as a I pregnant do. woman. I do. Y'all heard did, the record I is do. showing. You know I love the record to show. See, I don't be, see, she putting herself in a box. Right. I don't know. I, you can't put it's yourself just, in the box. Lot, man. Don't it's put yourself internal. in the box. It's the internal. And one thing that you'll never understand. I know you watched me go through it and you can empathize in a sense. Yes. But you'll never understand what it's like to actually fully carry an entire person, deliver that person, and then be the source of nourishment for that person for months to come. Like, it's you know a what? lot that goes into that. That's fair, which is why this is even a conversation. Like my hair is just starting to grow back from Kaz. I've been bald for so long. I'm about to You was never bald. Your hair was treatment. always good. Like you you like, hard on yourself. It's just, it's just you were hard on man. yourself. Listen, listen, okay. all right? I understand all of those things, mm -hmm. right? As a man, it would be insensitive and tone deaf for me to sit here and make it seem as if I I, I make it seem like it's easy to have a baby, right? I get that. I'm not by any means trying to say that. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I I feel as your husband and your life partner, that I've provided you an opportunity 
to have children and continue to exist in the space of work and chase your dreams and goals. That is a fact. I will say that is you know a, a that is a definite pro mm-hmm. is that I know that had if we were to have another child that that's something I would not have to worry about. I can right. literally be able to be in a space where I'm comfortable right. and and be healthy and take the steps that I need to have a healthy pregnancy and healthy baby and all that because yes. you will in turn take on the brunt of the Absolutely. responsibilities Absolutely. around the house, finances, all that good stuff. Okay, so so, so what right you gonna there, do about my broken out skin though, and the little things? What you mean your broken out skin? That comes with okay. the territory. Okay, so it comes with the territory. We will put in a budget. <laughs> we will put in a budget for you to get facials to make sure that your skin is taken care of. Does that sound it. right to y'all? Sound guy, fair? He has an Does answer that sound for everything. Fair? You have because I've been planning this out. Everything. I, I understand that my body goes through nothing when you have a baby. I be putting in the work to get the baby in there because I be putting in that work. I think we can work. say we put in equal work. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> don't. A lot of times you just kind of be like, babe, I just kind of want to sit <laughs> That is so not and true. And I'll be like, cool. But whatever. And I'll be like, cool. It depends on here. what happens if we had a couple of drinks before or not. But that's, that's a I don't mind discussion. if you sit there as long as you arch back challenge for me. <laughs> you arch back challenge for me. It's cool. Problem with that is arch back challenge gets boys. Apparently, that's why we have that's three why we boys. Have three boys. That's what I've All heard. Right. Yeah, you hear the whole wives' tales about what I you did. can do to get certain things and certain you know outcomes. Um, so I got some facts here. Let me look look oh, at some man. facts. Cause y'all making oh, me nervous gosh. over here. So I'm I thought you said you facts. wasn't prepared. Now you. I wasn't with prepared, facts? but you know, Triple gave me some facts. So I'm gonna oh, see what, what they talking right, about over on, here. Let's see. According to economist Brian Kaplan, if you have a typical level of American enjoyment of children, you're willing to actually adjust your parenting parenting to the evidence on what matters. Then the right number of children to have is four. See, this is why I said we should always bring facts to podcasts. This is why. But it's easier said than done. Having a baby is much different for women than it is for men. And today we're going to make our cases for why we do want or not want another baby. But let's, the record shows that the ideal number is four. That's what the kid. I think four is Who's this cool capitalist? Brian Kaplan? Psh, this guy's a smart Brian guy. Homie? Brian Kaplan's a homie. smart guy. I four. think it's fair to say that yes. like four for me is ideal. Like when you have two boys and two girls, because it's like, oh, everybody has like a brother and a sister. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like adorable? It but is. that wouldn't be the case because we're not going to try to match that if we were to even have another child. I mean. But um, because the thing is, you have another child say it is a girl. It's going to be like, well, she needs a sister. Where does it stop? Like where nah, does it stop I for people being like, listen, not just you per se, but you know, people, people joke. But we could have twin you know, girls. No. That wouldn't be dope. I don't know if my skin twin will recover. Kadeens. The elasticity and collagen in my skin at this age is not popping. It is. Right? Your skin so, is flawless. And I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to get no, you pregnant. it's not. I'm saying that because it's the truth. Anywho. Twin girls will look good on you, baby. But also. Look good on you. But also, I also think about quality of life for our children. Right. Being able to spend time with them once they are here. So this, this, let's not even talk about pregnancy and all that. Like we understand what comes with the territory with that. But thinking about wanting to spend individual time, like that's something very important to us that with each child, they get their individual time with us. So adding one more person to the to the mix is also going to be one more person's feelings and thoughts and emotions and us navigating and style stepping around how how we can parent that child. You know what I'm saying? We have a nine year old who don't care nothing about us. I haven't seen Jackson in five days. What do you mean? And we are in the same house. Jackson don't care about us. He's not worried about how much time he spent with us. 
but I I am concerned when, with that. That's one son already gone. No, he no. already gone. Jackson, <laughs> Jack, we don't even got to count Jackson. Jackson is like a grown. He's like man. a grown. Man. Like, he's I not even a teenager to, yet. I have to make a schedule appointment to be able to chill with Jackson because that's what I'm saying. He's very consumed with his virtual learning. He takes this very seriously. And between that and and extra, wait till he get stuff, friends. And a girlfriend I, no, right. and sports. Okay, let's not rush that stuff. I'm just saying. I get it. However, it's just important saying. to me to make sure that we are able to spend and invest time in our children. You know what? Somewhat evenly. And they get, get that alone time. You know I what I mean? It. So I, I never it. want something like that to sacrifice. I have to sacrifice that won't. with it one won't. more child added to the mix. It won't. No? It won't. All right. Conception. There's, there, there's different... Methods. Go ahead. There's, Go there's your the list. whole method here, Go right? Your list. So conception. What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to sacrifice your sex life? The sex of the baby is determined by which chromosomes are carried by the conceiving sperm cell. But according to urban myths, there are certain steps you can take to conceive a baby girl. I got a story to tell. You got another story? Got story, story time is up, but I'll let you I'll let you got do another quick one. story to tell. Go ahead. There was a point when Kadeem was trying to conceive a girl. Mm-hmm. And she tried to have me doing all of this wild shit, right? <laughs> For example, we could only have sex on certain days. That's we could fact. only have it in certain positions. Um, and there were certain times where it would be like certain times in the night where Kadeem would be looking through her. What was the name of the book you it were using? It was like a little calculator thing. It was a calculator thing. And uh-huh. she'd be like, it'd be like late at night, 2 a.m. And she'd be like, oh, babe, according to the calculator, <laughs> we supposed to have sex like today. Right. You know, like right now. Can you pencil me in? And I'll be like tired. I'll be like, you want to have sex right now? And she's just like, according to the calculator, it's supposed to happen right now. And I'll be like, I bet. And then she'll be like, and she'll just like lay there and she'll like open her legs. And I'll be like, what you doing? She said, but it got to be missionary because <laughs> if we do it any other way, That's what the book more than said. likely we're going to have a boy. So I'm just like, are you, kidding? are you kidding me? Like, she's just like, I'm serious. <laughs> so we tried that. And you know what happened? We had Cairo. That's a fact. <laughs> so... All of these urban myths and urban right. legends to me right. don't matter. Mm-hmm. Don't matter. So what I say is God is going to provide us with what we need. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So if we have Ultimately, another boy. I think it's fun to talk about all this stuff, like the different ways. Like they say, for example, yeah. boys' sperm spins faster. So the survival period for them is shorter, whereas right. the women or the female sperm lives longer. Yes. And they will be able to, you know, last. So they say if you have sex a little before your ovulation then the chances are you'll have a girl that's what right. we were that's what that's what you were trying to do we were trying to it. do that loosely i got it you know what i mean and then of course there are other high-tech um options for sex selection there's ivf and then there's also sperm selection um both of these methods you would have to go into a doctor or a lab or something to do um and we we considered um yeah. ivf and sperm selection kadeen and i actually went through uh, we went to a, a fertility specialist, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Let's kind of see what it's like." Um, right. I don't. I don't understand why people get judged for mm-hmm. trying to do different things. Right. Um, Kadeen and I actually went to uh, was it an IVF specialist or was it a fertility specialist? It was a fertility specialist. Yeah. So we went to a fertility specialist, and mm-hmm. we found out our options. We asked about sperm sorting first, mm-hmm. and they told us sperm sorting is about a sixty percent. Yeah, um, it's like 60-40. 60-40. So we yeah. were like, eh, right now we're at 50-50. Right. Am I going to pay for 60-40? We kind of felt like, mm. what's, what's a more it? definite way? Yeah. So we were asking about IVF. Mm-hmm. And we, we got all the details about IVF. And the only thing that kind of um, made me like decide that, you know, I didn't think this was the best thing for us because her body would have to go through most of the changes, taking the hormone shots. Mm-hmm. And because we already have three children, mm-hmm. I felt like... I didn't want to force her to have to do anything more to her body and then carry a child. Mm-hmm. Now, had we not been able to have children and this is something that we wanted, I would definitely would have been 
with IVF, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially with IVF, you get the eggs mm-hmm. and then you can find out pre inseminating them into your spouse if it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Pre-implantation, pre implantation, yeah. But what they did tell us was that there is a chance that you could do the IVF treatment, get the eggs, get it all together, and it'd be all boys. Right. Or all girls. Or, or all girls. Yeah, so exactly. I was kind of like, yeah, and so I was either kind that of is kind of still stuck up to God, if whether God wants to give us boys or girls. That's so. the whole fact. And I just kind of feel like, um, you know, though I'm not against science or anything, mm. like there's a big debate too between the science of things and what God, mm-hmm. the universe, or whoever it is you believe in providing for you or giving to you or blessing you with. And um, I battled with that too because I was like, you know, am I going right. to try to, you know, paint out this picture that is not supposed to be, you know, right. I battled Trying with to that too. In yeah. In a way. Um, so I battled with that. That's something that kind of crossed my mind. And then I also thought about people who are unable to conceive naturally. Right. And this is like their only option. Right. And I kind of feel like, you know, maybe something like this should be reserved for people who this is their only that. option. You know what I mean? Well, what, what um, we talked about surrogacy too. Right. And surrogacy um, is also another option that some people too. have as well too. Um, and I was kind of like, again, that may be something that's reserved for and I remember maybe a same sex couple who are unable to have and they need right. a surrogate to carry their baby or, um, you know, there's so many different reasons as to why a woman may or may not but my body being fully able to have carried three children i kind of felt like you know what i've been able to do that naturally so if i were to do a fourth pregnancy i would do it naturally and then be happy with whatever the good lord blesses me with see i remember you saying you know we were thinking about doing a surrogate and you said the one thing you didn't want to have to tell your your daughter or son was that you know, where's my maternity pictures, mom? Mm-hmm. Like, you have maternity pictures with Jackson, Cairo, and Cass. Right. And then you're like, well... And was it strictly for the vanity of it all? Like, well, I didn't want to have to worry about getting my body right. back. You, you know what I mean? Like, and, which and is it, understandable. And it's huh? so understandable. Some people have careers that they're just like, you know what? I can't sit out for, you know, nine months to a year. I, and I that's, And I, I there's no it. judgment there. That's just what's something that, you know I what I mean? It. You feel like you just don't want to do or you don't want to sacrifice. And that's... that's. And for me, it was cool like... Too. It's your body that has to go through it for nine months and then a whole year after with, you know, nursing the baby and then trying to get back. So me as a, as a man and as your, your life partner, I felt like it's not my responsibility to tell you what's the best way to conceive. So I kind of wanted to find out from you, like, what did you think mm-hmm. would be the worst way? Because I was with anything. I'm, I was with the sperm sorting. I was with IVF. I was with um, doing the IVF and picking a, a, a sex of the baby. I was with doing a surrogate if that's if that was with what mm-hmm. you was with but you felt like you wanted to have that connection so mm-hmm. i was like you know what she wants to have the connection and we would have to do it this way mm-hmm. but then you're on the fence now mm-hmm. about it so my question to you is how much of this is really a a partnership and a agreement mm-hmm. or is it really just if you want to have another baby is yes or if mm-hmm. it's no it's no Right. How much? Like how I much think is really? I think that's a movie. difficult. That's a difficult situation to be in, or a difficult question to answer, rather, because it's like naturally, I would like to consider your feelings. I want to consider how you feel, what you want out of life as well, too. Mm-hmm. And especially if we're going to be having children together, like this is something that we are doing together. You, if you wanted to, could essentially go and have another child with anybody else. I could do that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want to die. But you, right. You don't want to die. You know I'm crazy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you don't want her, anybody else to get injured. <laughs> so that being said, you know, um, yeah, the wise yeah. thing to do would be for us yes. to come to some sort of agreement. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I do feel like I also too have to can take into consideration, um, how you feel. I think what makes it easier for me to even be on the fence at this point is the fact that you fully understand the process mm-hmm. from 
conception to postpartum. Mm. You are an amazing father. I appreciate you that. You are super active. I am dad goals. He actually that? really is. Shout in, out dad like, gang. in real life. Sean, like, shout out dad gang. You dad goals. I wore this shirt on purpose to... Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> but it's, in, it's the good thing. Well, it's in blue, but the good thing is that there's no longer any colors. No, there's no gender norms and shit like that. No, more. there isn't. So, no, I mean, shoot, blue could be for girl too, but historically, historically, right. I guess, I, mean? I but, guess. Um, so yeah, that that makes it easier for me to be like, okay, well, if I were to have a fourth child, I know that I wouldn't be in this alone. That no, I would have all. all of the, the the resources and the support that I needed, um, and not just from you, but like my mom who's here with our three boys, who's being driven crazy daily with our three boys. Absolutely, <laughs> um, our families are super involved and everything um, like that. So that makes it in turn easier for mm. me to even be on the fence at this point. Um, so I do try to take into consideration how you feel, and I think it does so have question. to be a collective decision. So you think it has to be a collective decision? At any point, did you feel like I was being selfish for wanting another child when you said you were done at three? Um, no, I never felt like it was selfish. At first, I thought you were joking, mm. to be quite honest. So the fact that we're even having this conversation in this podcast, I'm just like, wait a second, you are actually really serious. <laughs> yes. um, but also, I was thinking about, too, like, I, like women after the age of 35 you know, become high risk. You older than 30? There's I complications. I mean, according to some paper, they say that, but I feel very 21, 22 ish. I was young. I didn't know. I feel very 21, 22 ish, but according to this little so, old paper. So we ain't worried about that paper. That paper right, don't mean exactly. nothing to us. You know us. what I mean? But no. I'm, I'm, the, I'm not sure what my insides look like, although I do try to take good care. So that's something <laughs> that I also take into account, too. I'm like, man, I finished uh, like having calves. Cal- I was I literally had calves a week before I turned 34. Mm. So I'm like, man, I was done with all my kids at 33. Now I can focus on getting myself back in order and whatnot mm. and it's kind of like i don't know what the recovery is going to be like you know after it'll be good fourth so it'll be good i don't know it's rough it's a lot of things to take into consideration mm-hmm. to be quite honest um you know there there are many phases there's the newborn phase you know where the sleep deprivation is real and, i can't help you with that you you, know? you breastfeed i can't i don't got yeah. no breasts mm-hmm. um i have a pretty big chest from doing all these push-ups <laughs> But there's no Very milk. Comfortable, th- there's no milk coming from them, so I can't. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to state my case for the newborn phase. Yeah, that's going to be your realm. You mm-hmm. and typically your mom and your grandmother come up here and stay with us. So the good thing is we have space now, mm-hmm. so that everyone can feel comfortable and you can have help that lives here mm-hmm. with us. So you know you're probably going to lose more sleep. So I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. The newborn phase is definitely going to be something that is going to be probably ninety percent right. you. I think a positive, a pro. We think about caring for four children. Um, we have three boys who are now pretty much independent enough yes. that yes. they may be able to help themselves a bit. Jackson being like super big brother, also helping with the two little ones. Mad mature. Super mature. Um, so I think it would be easy in general. You know, I'm trying to think of a countdown, a count up to the age when Jackson will be able to babysit, you know, a little bit. I think we can kind of loosely have him watch his brothers while we're in the house. With Absolutely. Them together. We're not leaving them alone. But Absolutely. You know. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, by five years old, I think actually now Kaz can dress himself. I feel like Cairo can dress the himself. Wings are, are no, no, no. I just had to stay. Direction. I, had to, I feel like it's leaning in, no in my direction. Wind. There's no wind in here. It's windy we are in here. Closed. We are enclosed. I'm just trying to be fair to the discussion and giving pros and cons. Okay, okay. Uh, Don't get excited. Okay. Don't. All right. I'm going to get excited. All right. 
Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to be fair to the argument mm -hmm. um, or the discussion rather. And then mm -hmm. by nine, you know, that's what Jackson's, Jackson's now. He's all good. Yeah. It, it is funny. It's like kids should be able to take care of their personal hygiene without assistance. Yeah. Without assistance. But I'm going to have to remind that it reminds him every single day. He came down this morning. For example, we're here recording this podcast, you know, in the home and we have our, our producer triple here. We have yes. Josh here. We have Dave, um, AKA dimple God. And <laughs> I mean, at this point, Jackson comes downstairs and he's having a full blown conversation with Tribble and I'm looking over at him and I'm like, this bro did not wash, brush his teeth this morning. I can guarantee it. So I call him over and I was like, Jackson, do you think that it is wise for you to wake up this morning, come downstairs, be all in Tribble's face without he's brushing your teeth? He's nine. Then he hits me with the no, the back end of the no. <laughs> I was like, go upstairs, go he's upstairs he's nine. and brush your teeth he's nine and he's like am i in trouble and i was like triple was in trouble okay <laughs> but, but but that's why we here you know though. what i'm saying but that's why so we here. still gotta remind these boys okay and he's gonna I remind his like brothers broken ass record up in here they're probably thinking i'm like the most naggiest person ever in life but at this rate i'm just like man i mean sometimes you be nagging but you I know be let's, let's stay be on focus though it. but let's stay on focus yeah you're, you're, right. you're talking Sorry, about we're bad. talking about babies here jackson <laughs> is nine he got his own set of issues at nine i'm talking about the babies all right <laughs> okay. Next one says, what about our relationship? Is your marriage able to withstand the changes that come with having a new baby in the home? Talk about it. So. Because if you don't get what you want in a timely fashion, you don't want to hear no excuses. Why we got to talk about think about, right. think Then about, we just do a whole podcast about, about how, the next 10. Can, and you just theorize all this thing. Look, think about let me how can I finish reading the tumultuous thing? Can I finish reading the thing? Our relationships were when so I was pregnant. So I can't pregnant. finish reading my thing? Talking about our relationships were not tumultuous when you were pregnant. With they Cairo, were. With Cairo and Ka so how'd you get pregnant with Cass so fast? Stop it. Stop it. I mean, there's just Stop some it. things that have to get done, however. <laughs> Look, sociologists, sociologists, oh God, so, oh gosh, sociologists theorize that. <laughs> That's what happened when you're about to lie. <laughs> no. He was about to lie, y'all. You see, he can't even talk straight. Listen, sociologists theorize that in heterosexual relationships, mothers are more unhappy with their marriages after they have children because they tend to take on more second shift work, child care and housework, and begin to feel that their relationships are no longer fair. I can honestly say that is not true. That's not true. In our case, it isn't. So that's why we don't got to worry about that. So okay. I feel confident saying that. According to research, couples have sex less often after they have a baby. A fact. Now, those first a six fact. weeks, we couldn't have sex at all. Yeah, but even right? after the six weeks. After that, you were tired. Yeah, after that, you were and tired. very unsexy. And In your mind, you was unsexy. In my mind, you was not unsexy. There was nothing sexy about milky boobs and, you know, that's debatable. being extra fun. That's debatable. All right? You were swollen everywhere, all the right spots. <laughs> so you can say you weren't sexy. But I will, uh, I will, uh, I will, you know, respectfully, respectfully disagree with you because mm -hmm. I felt like you were sexy right. after having children. That's why you got pregnant again with Kaz 15 months later. Super soon. But my thing is what, what these sociologists are saying mm -hmm. are true for most people. In our case, that is not the case. I'm a very, very involved father and yes, you don't you get are. left with all of the responsibilities. I also moved your mom in mm -hmm. and I will move your grandmother in. So you don't have to worry about not having help. Mm -hmm. So for me, all of the arguments that women have for saying they don't want to have another child because they get left with everything and the man gets to go out and roam and do and live his life, it's not the case with us. Right. So for me, I'm like, dad goes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the Bible says, be fruitful Listen. and multiply. It is my God-given duty 
to multiply. I gotta multiply. Like we have. God you told me to do have it. Have a replica of you running around here. He was just here two seconds. But ago. I only Kenzie. got three. Only three. I need four. And if what I can get a girl, if I can get a girl out of that that fourth one, son, it's a wrap. Like man, I'm not gonna ask you for nothing else ever in life. We don't even gotta have sex no more. <laughs> What? Give me a girl. So we don't gotta have sex. You're trying to say that if we have this fourth child and it's a girl, or a boy, or is it just has to be a girl? Then I have to ask you. Just four. Just one. Just four. four. Wow. Just four. I don't know if I can hold up to that end of the bargain, though. I mean, I'm just lying because I I'm I gonna want to have sex in, in, like, immediately <laughs> the day after. after. But it sounded yeah. good when I was thinking it. Right. Until I said it. Right. Then when I heard myself, I was like, "There's no way." No. <laughs> but um, I just want four. I want four. Like. <sighs> And I know I'll be talking about wanting a girl so bad. And I have to just say this publicly, too, because if I do have another son, I don't want people to be like, oh, he had another kid. He's not happy with the fact that he has a son. If I have four boys, I would pound my chest around here and feel like the king, bro. I got four sons. I, I feel like I'm playing with house money and I can't lose. Because if I have a daughter, I get I get my princess. I get my little mini K that I can we spoil. We get the dollhouse. We get the dollhouse. And if I have a boy, right. I got four sons. I got four soldiers. You know what I'm saying? Right. I so, mean, yeah, I mean, like, I agree. If I had a mini me, so what's up? That would be great. Um, if I had four boys, that I mean, can you see me with like four like beautiful men? Like eventually, Just walking one day? on, protecting you every corner. That's a fact. And then me right there. And three look even. That's like a trifecta. You see that's what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Three looks cute. You too. can have three and then me there, and then you can hold my daughter. Right. Right there, and then y'all be protected. Like, mm -hmm. don't that sound? I, I sound like the winds no, blowing no in my favor. Either. We could talk about it. All right, so, we're, okay, you said you were on a fence before, so it was 50-50. Are you closer this way? I'm straddling the fence because you've made some valid points. You've made valid points like the fact that you're an involved dad and yes. you are super supportive and all that good stuff. Yes. That's, that's great. Um, that's probably the strongest argument that you've made because at least I won't feel like... What? That's the strongest one? Yeah, that's the strongest one that you made. That you're what about amazing your wants? Don't you, what about the fact that you also would like to have a daughter? You would like to have a bond? That's a, that's a very strong point in I my do, favor for it, having it another daughter. It would be daughter. nice, but I don't feel a deficit. Like, I've had conversations with women who have all girls or all boys. And that's just the natural conversation. Like, you know, it, and I'm not, mm -hmm. I don't take offense to it when people are just like, well, when's the girl come? When's the girl come? I don't take offense because at this point I'm mm -hmm. used to people, a clocking your uterus and be <laughs> asking what's next when it comes okay. to your reproductive system. So I'm okay, okay with, I don't take offense to it, but I think it's a natural question that people ask. If you have all of one thing, don't you wonder what it's like to have the other? And I had, um, a conversation on, I forget, I think it was on angels podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, that chick Angel mm. on Instagram. I think it was on her podcast. Shout out to Angel. Yeah, what's up, Angel girl? Angel a has Black Love alum. Yes, she has four boys now. Yes, she had one son, then twin boys, and then she Another just had son. her last. And she has four total now. She said she's done. So the question had came up that if you know, do you feel like a deficit, like you're missing something by not mm. having a girl? And she said for her, like even with her last son, there was like a, a mourning that happened when she found out she wasn't having a girl because she's kind of like had this letter written to her daughter that she just like yeah, was so yeah. like that's something that she's always wanted it. so she did kind of feel like man but now that she has her th four boys she's just like you know I'm, I'm good like i have a house full of beautiful men and i and i get that feeling i on the other hand never felt a deficit not having a daughter i really haven't yeah if y'all can't see me my face is like this <laughs> no there be I times haven't. me and the boys be around here Slamming each other into the couch, running, farting, I looking mean, I at the video games and, the, and basketball. And you just be like, oh, that's what boys do. 
right and, and like, i go to the room and i chill by myself and i'm good with taking a nap or watching a show you don't want to you don't want to you know have a little daughter you can dress it up would be in. nice but i don't feel like I, I honestly don't feel like i have some sort of deficit missing in my life it may be different if i eventually have a daughter and then i'm like oh my god i can't imagine what my life would be like without you so what about the so what I about the little ig pictures you'd be sending me of little cute girls dressed up like their mom because they're super cute she says she don't have a deficit but she sends these things they're to cute. me she sends them I look to me at guys pictures of like beautiful like rings and like vacations and stuff that doesn't necessarily mean that i have to have it right now Tell out, you were sending me rings when you wanted to upgrade and you got to upgrade you were sending me houses when you wanted a house you got a house right we were house shopping what you mean so you sending collective. me little girls Telling me subliminals that you want a daughter. I'm winning this argument, I by the way, guys. I sent you cute little boys too, though. Um, um, and I got, I gave you those too. Oh lord. That's I'm a provider. <laughs> I provide you with the things. Have a baby by me, baby. Be, Be a, a millionaire. millionaire. I'm winning an argument, that. guys. So listen, this is what we're gonna do. Oh, we're man. gonna take a quick break. All right. All right. We're gonna answer some listener letters when we come back after okay. listen letters. So what's we're the gonna do of our truth? moment of truth? Is that gonna be a decision? Is you gonna tell me? Whether or not we're going to have a baby or not. Oh, God, no. I don't like that kind of pressure. I need to sleep on it. You know, I'm, I'm a sleep on it kind of person. All right, so sleep while we pay these bills on no. these ads. And when we come back, we're going to do these listener letters and then you can give me an answer, all right? Uh, Guys, we'll be right bye. back after these ads. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all. Losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? 
Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, Near, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, guys, we're back with listener letters. Ooh, let me scroll up. Kadeen's most important part because she knows you. Are but, you um, going to say that every episode? Every single time. I feel like you know that already, but it's They good. do. It's all right. Um, let's start with these listener letters. All right. Because y'all know, I know y'all want to get to the moment of truth you to go find first? out if Kadeen is going to say yes or not. Oh, I'm going to go first. You acting like this is a proposal or something. I've been proposing to you about this baby for <laughs> a minute, son. Does it come with a ring like, and a wedding? Yo, like. Does it come with a ring and a party? Everything you do comes with a ring in a party. You got to upgrade for this. Fact. You get like, come on, son. When do I get a ring in a party for anything? <laughs> do I ever get a ring in a party? I can throw you a party and I can get you a ring too. But don't I don't ever get me. one. Don't play with me. What you want him for? Shoot. I was going to say something, but it's too <laughs> explicit. It's too explicit. Oh, All right. Lord. My boyfriend and I had a pregnancy loss about four months ago. Although oh, the pregnancy sorry. was unplanned, we went from being scared to excited in no time. At 20 weeks, our baby girl was diagnosed with a genetic disease that had a low life expectancy rate. After the loss, I wanted to try again. However, my boyfriend was adamant about not wanting kids right now. He's been pressuring me into taking birth control, which I don't, want to, I don't want to do because of how it makes me feel. I've suggested condoms, but he doesn't like the idea of that. I just found... Um, I just found out that I'm four weeks pregnant and he's pissed. Yeesh. He's been trying to talk me out of keeping the baby because he feels like we're not ready. After experiencing one loss, I'm not prepared to go through another. I told him that if he didn't want anything to do with the baby, that he could go. I know pushing him away isn't the answer, but he's being insensitive. Wow. Uh, every time we start talking about the baby, we fight. I'm going to regret terminating the pregnancy, but I don't want to lose him either. I'm stuck on what to do as I don't want to be a single parent or lose my boyfriend. Do you guys have any helpful advice oh. for me? Um, what I'm wondering is if uh, suffering the first loss, the first loss, not lost, the first loss, if he has not quite dealt with that, because there's a, there's a, a bit of yeah, a... Yeah, because she said he was excited. And yeah, there's probably some... Um, yeah. There's definitely trauma around that, especially... There's a mourning period. Yeah, there's yeah. a mourning period that comes with um, loss, and especially at 20 weeks, and then you know it's a girl, and you know what I mean? It, it brings that much more right. life to um, the idea 
of having a baby. So maybe he hasn't fully um, mourned that or dealt with that loss. And in turn, why now he is scared, you know, and that, that being scared or that being worried or concerned can also manifest itself as anger. And he may not necessarily be angry per se. um, But at the same time, it's about the way it's coming across, which I see can make her feel um, like she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. So that's a tough place to be in, but I would probably suggest having uh, maybe more conversation about that loss and how it made him feel. You know, well, I don't know if that's something that was done yet, but that might help him kind of get his feelings out about that so that he can then move on to um, possibly embracing this next little blessing that came along. You know? Well, what, what I'm hearing about these two, first of all, they sound very young. First thing she says, she had another baby. If she had the baby, she lost the baby. They were continuing to have sex. He didn't want to have another baby, so he asked her to take birth control. She said no, but he doesn't want to wear condoms, Mm -hmm. which means neither one of them want to take the proper steps to use contraceptive. Mm -hmm. You know, I do think it's kind of selfish for a guy to say, I don't want to have a baby, but I'm not going to wear a condom. So you have to... Right. Take birth control. It's right. something that affects your body. I think that that's very, very selfish. Because right. she if she's um, anything like me, I know how sensitive my body is. It affects is your birth body. Control. Yeah. So I think it was it was unfair for him to do that. If you are adamant about not having a baby, you should wear a condom. You know. But clearly, she wasn't taking the birth control, and I'm right. not sure if she told him she was, and then wasn't taking it and got pregnant again. Mm-hmm. But now they're here. They're right. pregnant again. She does not want to have an abortion, but mm-hmm. she does not want to lose him. Mm-hmm. Um. I believe in a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm pro-life. You know, if, if it were me, you know, and, and my wife says she wanted to have a baby, I'd be like, let's go do it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I feel like as a man, I can't tell a woman what to do with her body. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you're she's, pro-choice. You're not pro-life. No, I mean, I'm, I personally, myself, mm-hmm. my, myself, but I'm not going to be pro-life for, a, for you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like for me, I, if, if you and I were to have a baby, I would go with when I have a baby but if we were young kids I would be with I want to have the baby Mm -hmm. but I cannot tell a woman what to do Mm -hmm. so I just want to make it clear Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to go out there and be like you need to have an abortion right but at the same time Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna you know right so you would step up to the plate I would step up to the plate if if, responsibility absolutely like that's what I would do Mm -hmm. hopefully this young man if you are responsible enough to lay down with a woman and not want to wear a condom mm-hmm. because you don't want to like the way it feels, step up to the plate. Right. But if he's not, it's up to her to decide what she wants to do because she will be the one that is forced to live with this decision for the rest of her life. Right. So I'm pro-choice in the fact that I believe that, you know, women have the right to choose what to do with their bodies. Mm-hmm. But me, if it, if it were me and I were him, I'm like, well, we have, a, you're pregnant, so let's go. Right. You know what I'm I think it's important to decipher the difference Mm -hmm. because i wouldn't want to take a a woman's choice away oh yeah um, i think that's fair um yeah he might and i wonder if it's a thing where maybe he is trying to kind of call her bluff with it i don't know know? i don't don't like to to try to figure out what he's thinking or what she's thinking we don't know but it's just you know know. possibilities but i'm just trying to think like if he's just like you know do this or else i'm going to leave but say she does decide that she wants to keep this baby and move on and she runs the risk of potentially losing him will he kind of come to his senses later and say okay you know praying that she has a healthy baby that he's just like damn i was overreacting or i felt this way because i was worried or you know what i mean that may be a conversation that needs to be had between the two of them i would say for her not to make any decisions based around him or how he feels Mm -hmm. she has to make decisions about what is best for her and how she feels Mm -hmm. 
Because when you make decisions about people who can come and go into your life, you never want to make a life decision for someone who is temporary. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The only thing that's definitely permanent here is this child, if she's able to carry full term. Mm-hmm. So she needs to make a decision for herself based on that. That's Making okay. a decision about someone who's a boyfriend mm-hmm. who may or may not be here, right. I wouldn't do that. So she needs to think about what her morals are, where she feels, because she's going to have to live with this decision for the rest of her life and do what's in the best interest of herself. Yeah, that's true. The, worst, the, the last thing you want to do is make that decision with someone else in mind and then harbor resentment or right. be upset. Right. Or then now you resent the baby once the baby comes right. and you're doing all these things because it's like, I made this choice, right. but then you try to place blame after. Absolutely. So, um, so good luck to you, sis. I hope you are able to figure things out um, and best of luck with your pregnancy. So look, I think we only got time for one listener letter today. Because we do have a long moment of truth because I want to go through all, all of these questions to kind of figure okay. out where we are. Okay. Okay. So what I'm going to do, like I said, I believe in a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you the questions. Okay. And you can give me your answers. Are and we we'll figure. keep score? We'll keep we'll score. We'll figure out a way to keep score with this. All right. <laughs> so conception. Are you willing to sacrifice your sex life to have another child? Me, personally, I know our sex life is going to change. I'm yes. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I did it three times before. Is the camera rolling? I did it three times before. <laughs> because the way this dude is set up sometimes, y'all, I... Okay. Am I willing to sacrifice... If, if someone's asking me the question... You're asking me the question plainly. Okay. Am I willing to sacrifice my sex life? Yes. I would be willing to sacrifice my sex life. Okay. So that's yes. one for the good guys. <laughs> okay. Pregnancy, uh-huh. labor, and delivery. How do you weigh the risks? When, when women over 35 are at a higher risk for the following complications. Uh, gesti- gestational diabetes, mm-hmm. high blood pressure, premature birth, low birth weight, birth defects, including Down syndrome, miscarriage, stillbirth. These are things women over 35 can do to lower risk. Maintain a healthy weight, prenatal care, stay on top of treatment for any pre-existing health conditions, avoid smoking, drinking, and drug abuse, avoid harmful chemicals. So this is shit people should do anyway. <laughs> Eat healthy, right. stay fact. active. Right. So when it comes to pregnancy, labor, and delivery, the risks are all on you because you're the right. carrier. You're the vessel of, of life. Course. So how do yeah. you feel about that? I mean, I feel like I've been trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle um, for just because, you know, I know I have a lot of pre-existing conditions in my family that historically mm-hmm. tend to rear its ugly head um, at a certain age in life. So being mindful of that, I think in general, mm-hmm. I've been trying to make sure that I'm conscious about how I eat, how I, you know, try to work out somewhat consistently. But ah! <laughs> that's <laughs> that's left to be seen. I don't have any excuses now, though. We have we have equipment here. So um, so there are risks, but I do have a really great relationship with my um, mm-hmm. my midwife and my GYN and stuff like that. So is that something that I'd be concerned about? No. One more I, for the good guys. <laughs> That's two. But finish. I wouldn't finish. be concerned about it, but I also do know that there is, um, you know, things that methods that have to be taken, mm-hmm. steps that need to be taken. So I feel confident with the people who I would have alongside me through a process like that. I do feel comfortable. Okay. Next question. Caring for a newborn, who's going to lose more sleep? We discussed this. Or am this. I willing to lose more sleep? Are, are you willing to lose more sleep? That might be a no for me, dog. We're going to have to figure out something else. Figure out something else. Your mother live here. All right, well. And grandma will come. Did you talk to grandma yet? He's he trying to move grandma in. You know I spoke to grandma already. <laughs> That's one more for the good guys. Three, zero. Don't be calling Three, my zero for baby Ellis. Don't be calling my grandmother <laughs> without me knowing. Okay. Caring for four kids. 
are three boys independent enough to help themselves while caring for a newborn? Let's think about our kids. Uh, okay. Thinking about my boys and, and how they coexist together. <laughs> they they are they are very very self-sufficient for their boom age. one more for the good guys that's four they zero jackson is a grown adult kyra was right there kaz is on the border kaz is on but the kaz border. is potty trained now he tells me exactly what he wants to eat kaz so, dresses himself too i was surprised the other day I, no one actually guys, do, i feel like we good. taught jackson how to dress himself and all of a sudden kaz can just dress himself on his own he's looking good i guys. feel like these questions are masked you know i feel like they i feel like triple came in here she got introduced to the to the baby the well, baby room triple! And now she she posed these questions where right. it's gonna look skewed but last question okay what about our relationship is our marriage give me hear me a hand Give me a hand. Is our marriage able to withstand the changes that come with having a new baby in the home? If I'm being honest. Yes. Be honest. That's all I want is honesty. When we spoke about where we see our next 10 years going, mm -hmm. right? I did not foresee 10 years going necessarily with another child. However, based on the conversation that we had with the 10 years, we did say we were going to put each other first okay right yes so me putting you first you putting me first and then the children will then be able to reap the benefits the benefits mm -hmm. of us putting each other first yes if we stay true to that it's possible five but that's one more for the good guys that's five zero baby no, this is a sweep I, the, sleep, the sleep situation Listen. no i was one for me <laughs> this, all right so even four if it's one. four one all right so four one okay so it's four one I know that that's still not a yes. I get that. Yeah. Right? But at least it's not a no, <laughs> which means we're picking up steam, people. We're oh, picking up Lord. steam, but we're running out of time. Because I know that you wanted to have a baby at a certain age. Yes. I would, would have wanted to be done by a certain age. I, right. I thought I was done, done. But here's the thing, though. You're so fine. Everybody still thinks you're in your 20s. So you're good. So right now, we winning. All right? I'm going to start working on the other processes <laughs> we, to make that happen. We, the, the thousands of people who um, yes. know and love us and watch our story. I love y'all, but y'all, y'all crazy. So here's, so here's, crazy. here's the collective moment of truth. Okay. Collective the collective moment of, moment, of moment of truth is if Kadeem was a little bit younger, she would have been all in it. Yes. It's starting a baby. Yes. Um, the only thing she's truthfully worried about is the bounce back mm -hmm. of the fatigue and yeah. physically where your body is yeah, because of your age. Slower, so it's not about the process. number of kids. It's just yeah, no, you're a little that, later on in life. I know that God will provide regardless of how many children that we have. So that isn't really a concern. Hush your mouth. Not only will um, God provide, Devour will provide as well. Absolutely. <laughs> you will. I, I don't have you. any doubts about that. I got you. But uh, piggy, I got her. Piggybacking off that moment of truth, ultimately, it, it's nice to make it a collective decision. However, whenever a couple is married um, yes. or debating about having a child, I think it's nice to guests have the collective conversation. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, ultimately, it is up to the woman in many cases because we carry the babies, we carry the children. Yes. Um, but at the same time, too, I feel like with that collective decision, there's not necessarily a hard yes or no from either party. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Like, I feel like sometimes... Um, if a man is too outspoken about the way he feels about pregnancy, it's taken as insensitive. It's taken as pressure. Why are or, you pressuring pressure. her to have another yeah, baby? Or pressure, or pressuring her. We're not, not allowed to, to pressure y'all. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't agree that that. Yeah, that's one. This is one domain where y'all can't. Mm. 
can't yeah, y'all can y'all can pressure Russ about marriage, but you can't pressure you can't pressure you about babies. I think this is something very different. No, it is different. It is it is it is very different. It is, and mainly because you go through some physical changes. I don't know if people know this, but. You, you know, you had to get emergency surgery and I could have lost you after having Jackson. Absolutely. That's why this is so important to me to have this discussion because um, you had to go to surgery. I didn't see you or Jackson for hours. Mm -hmm. uh, you were close to having a blood transfusion and you almost bled out because your uh, cervix had ruptured. Not ruptured, um, was lacerated, lacerated. Was lacerated. Severely. And you were losing a ton of blood. So, Severely, yeah. Um, it's not, it's, it's a false equivalency to try to make it an even thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously I was joking, but... um. I do it's feel a fun like conversation it is a fun conversation to have, <laughs> but um, I do like I love you and I love having no, kids. I, I want more kids. Um, four would be a nice square number for me, you know, the nice square number for me. So we'll pray on it. Yeah, we'll pray on we'll it. Pray we'll pray on see. it. We'll see how it goes. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I can't say that I'm fully in or out at this point, but. All right, we'll see how it go, guys. We'll see how it goes. That'll be the one right? in and out, but <laughs> I do be in and out. I spend a lot more time the in though. Practice <laughs> part, the practice part. So check this out. If you'd like to be featured as one of our listener letters, email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. For sure. And yes. be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us at Dead Ass the Podcast. And you can find me on my personal page at Kadeen I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate. Review, subscribe, and vote baby number four oh my God. for the Ellis's. Watch, you're going to get an influx of listener letters that are going to be like, I think y'all should do this to get a girl. Triple, look out for all the recipes because I know people going to send them in. Deval has to have sex with one foot up, the other <laughs> one, one sock with a black on. sock on. Yes. While you're blinking your eyes a thousand times. I'm, I'm going to enjoy practicing. Dead Ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. 
You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.